Our kids have said to us since we've moved to Minnesota, we are far more active than we've ever been anywhere else we've ever lived. Moving to Minnesota opened up a lot of doors for us. Just this overall sense of community, of values that, you know, Minnesotans have. It's a real accepting, loving community, especially with two young kids. See what makes Minnesota the star of the North. New residents share why they love calling it home at exploreminnesota.com slash live. Hey, you guys, welcome to Girl Educate Yourself. I'm Kristen Cantrell. And I'm Angela Fazio. I'm so excited for our guest today. Her name is Julia Nisbais, and she's going to be amazing. She's super young, super intelligent, and super wise. Wait till you hear this. Yeah, and it's one of our favorite topics to talk about, which is branding. She's going to give us five tips to elevate your real estate brand. So go ahead and get us started. Tell us a little bit about yourself. Awesome. Well, thank you guys so much for having me. And yeah, so my name is Julianis. I am a 22-year-old real estate agent in Tampa, Florida. I'm also a content creator. And I've actually been in the marketing industry for over six years now, believe it or not. Um, wow. So I know. I've been, everything has been through trial and error. So today I'm here to share my tips on uh, how to elevate your real estate brand um, so that you can attract your dream clients. So I had some notes because there's a lot to go through in like a few uh, minutes. But the very first thing that you need to do is you need to talk and, and figure out your strategy, right? And your plan and, um, you know, really determine who is your target market? Who are you trying to attract? And that can be different for, you know, each person. So you have to really think about that. And once you have your target market, um, you need to figure out how are you going to creatively execute your brand to attract those clients. So when you see a luxury brand, you see that they're consistent with their fonts, their colors, their logos, and they're consistent with posting as well. So because they know that that builds that brand recognition. So it's really important that you have those items set out for yourself. And I highly recommend, I go on Pinterest a lot and I love that they have all these um, ideas and research on color um, psychology for brand. So if you are wanting to get in and let elevate your brand to luxury status, do a lot of research on what colors emulate that feeling of luxury. And that's a um, great point because I think some mm -hmm. people forget about like you think of Pinterest just to like look at pretty like your hair or your outfits or whatever, but they do have an awesome like if you go through branding, so good. Yeah, they have tons of great resources, templates. I highly, highly recommend that. And um, along with the creative direction of the those items of like your fonts and your colors, you also need to think about your photography and videography because that says a lot. You know, if you're willing to invest and get professional photographies taking maybe like once a quarter or something and um, you implement those with your social media strategy, you'll see people be like, oh, you know, that's, that looks really nice. You're showing your local market. You're showing, it doesn't have to be like those um, real estate photos where you look like you're taking a prom picture or like a, a graduation <laughs> photo, you know, you can be lifestyle. You can be yourself. Like that's what people want to see. So um, in, in addition to photography and, and the other items, you also want to implement your branding into your client experience and your uh, mailers, your listing presentations, your closing gifts. So it's not just social media, but really creating a whole luxury brand experience for your clients and your audience. 
And so how did you, how did you learn that? Like, was it something that you had a, an interest in as a teenager and you just started you to do your research and refine your craft? Was there a mentor involved? Like, how did you get to your level so quickly? Well, I started out by, um, I had an online store and that was back in like 2015 to 2017. I had an online store. I was selling candles and I did a lot of research on my own on YouTube about how do you do marketing? How do you do social media? Started dabbing into Canva and graphic design. And then a few years later, I started my marketing agency and I did consulting for small business owners here in Tampa and based on what I've learned on my own business in the, in the past. And then ever since then, I've been um, still doing that with clients here and there. And it's a lot of self-taught YouTube. I did some branding coaching um, that I found through um, social media. And right now, the brokerage that I'm with, um, she's also very um, social media savvy. So we collaborate a lot and learn a lot from her as well. That's awesome. Mm-hmm. Yes. Um, so yeah, like I was saying, the photography, the client experience is really important. And also, so we have the creative direction, we have the strategy. Now it's where are you going to implement all of this? So the platforms, right? Um, right now, I'm sure you guys, Instagram, TikTok, YouTube, there's so many platforms out there. And sometimes it's hard to, to, to feel like you're mastering or to be good at each and every one of those. People think, oh, I have to post four times a day or this and that. But the truth is that they should pick one platform or two to really be their main platforms and main focus. And then, you know, um, the rest of the platforms you can do um, repurposing of content. But for example, my main platforms are Instagram, YouTube, and TikTok. Those are the ones that I want to focus on because I know those have the best amount of reach at this time for my audience, my target audience. Um, so that's, and a lot of people are dabbing into that as well, which is awesome to see. So I, those are the the platforms that I'm with. And, um, also a lot of, I get a lot of questions about content planning too, because people, Mm -hmm. they just don't know, like, I don't know what to post today. I don't know how you do it like this and that. And the tip for that is to have content categories or content pillars, Mm -hmm. you know, um, for example, a real estate agent's content pillars could be buyer tips, seller tips, local content, um, I don't know, home tips. And once you have those content pillars, then you can go into your monthly overview and say, okay, Mondays I'm going to post about buyers, Tuesdays about sellers. And then um, I actually have a quick checklist for people that are watching on how to how to actually do this step by step. So it's you have to plan first. So you have your strategy. You have to create the content or schedule to create the content, create it, edit it, post it, and engage. A lot of people forget mm-hmm. to engage. It's really important. Um, so let me ask you a question. How? Yeah. So when I hear that, when I hear that checklist, I my first question to myself is, how long does that take you? Like what amount mm-hmm. of time do you dedicate either daily or weekly? How do you manage that time-wise? You know, at the beginning, I was doing, I used to buy a lot of uh, templates off of coffee contracts. I'm sure you guys have heard of it, probably a lot of real estate agents. So for me, what I did at the time when I was starting out, I sat down one day, like on a weekend on a Sunday, I love Sunday resets. And I would sit down and I I would, um, (laughs) yeah, I love Sundays, Mondays, those are my favorite days. Um, 
And I would look at the content calendar that they have and I would download all the templates, edit them, add my own branding to it, schedule them on Planoli and have them go out for the rest of the month. I didn't have to worry about it. So it took me one day to edit that content and and put it to on, on automation so that I could actually focus on real estate. Nowadays, when there's so much creative uh, videos that you have to do and you the key is to do time management like you said so the first thing I would um, like at the end of the month I would plan out my strategy for the following month and I would make time each week okay I'm gonna block off three hours and I'm gonna do these videos that I already have saved and then I'm gonna whenever I have free time I'm gonna edit them and I'm gonna post them so you know a lot of another thing I want to mention is if you don't have the time to do all of this because I know it can be really overwhelming you know, you can hire someone for Alpha Fiverr or utilize coffee and contracts. There's a lot of resources that are out there to help you with your social media and be consistent with it. And I think people get intimidated and forget that they just need to start. You know, you don't have to take that whole checklist, you know, tackle learning how to make a video, tackle learning how to edit and do it all at once. I think people get paralyzed by that and they don't do anything. And Mm -hmm. I think it's better to do something and get started. So, you know, get, do like you did at the beginning and just use Planoly and, Mm -hmm. and a one day a month until you're like, okay, I've got this. Let me add one reel or something like that. Exactly. Yeah. People try to, um, to take it all in at once. And I've been guilty of that. I'm like, I want to do so much and I want to do it all, but you have to start small and then eventually grow. And then you can get people to help you, you know, and hire a team to pe- uh, of people to help you out. Um, so those are, you know, the platforms that I would recommend um, if, you're, if you're trying to figure that out, content planning. And then my fourth tip is on how do you actually attract your dream clients based off of everything that we've talked about. So, like I mentioned, you have to define that for yourself. So who is your dream client? Who's your target market? Offer free value, lots and lots of free value um, so that they can see you as someone that knows what they're talking about as an authority and um, be consistent. Like I said, consistency builds brand recognition. So, and it builds trust as well. So that's important. And attraction. I'm sorry to interrupt you, but can I ask you like, just to give our audiences an example of describing uh, your perfect audience or your target audience, mm-hmm. could you describe your target audience? Mm-hmm. Well, my target audience, I work with a lot of entrepreneurs, business owners, influencers in the car industry. Um, believe it or not, I have some background in the car industry. So that's kind of who my main target market is. I other, I also have sub-target markets. But some other expa- examples would be maybe an agent wants to specialize in VA buyers, first-time home buyers, Spanish-speaking mm-hmm. buyers or, or clients and, and buyers and sellers, um, sports and entertainment industry. You know, it's okay to niche down in order to, you know, um, to achieve your goals. That's okay too. You can, and again, like if you've reached a certain, at some point in your real estate career, you're going to want to do that. You're going to want to spe- specialize in something um, potentially. So that's kind of why I would always recommend to have a target market and and create content for them so that you can attract that. Um, and yeah, the last thing is just be yourself. You know, everyone, it, people want to work with you because of you, not because of your brokerage, not because of anything else. They want to work with you because of you. So that's my fourth tip on on how to elevate your real estate brand. 
Those Um, are all really good tips. So when you say be yourself, do you feel like um, you didn't mention anything about adding personal touches to your Instagram, right? So you have your pillars, mm -hmm. buyer tips, seller tips, whatever they are. Do you suggest when people put on their social media, like their personal life? Yes, people. Yeah. And I've done research with some of my past clients on that, that are realtors that I've done their social media and I've seen their analytics, their best performing posts are photos with their kids or with their family, with their pets. And that's, again, you have to do a healthy ratio of, you know, posting about real estate, but also posting about that you're a human, you know, and that you do stuff, you go out to eat, you do all this stuff. People love that. And there's fun ways to implement that, like reels, funny reels, TikToks and other kind of video marketing. So definitely, definitely add that aspect to your brand. Those were awesome tips. I agree. Mm -hmm. Is there any other, is there any other advice you would give somebody who um, feels, I know just get started, but anybody who's like, where's the best place to start? Is there any other tip that you could think of for those people who just say, okay, you've convinced me I need to get started and do this stuff. So actually, so my last tip, which is tip number five, would be to reset and refresh. I love a fresh start. So definitely clean, maybe archive some posts. Like if you want to start a new branding, um, make sure your username is, you know, a professional one, professional name, preferably. Your name on Instagram should be your market and that you're a realtor. And um, the, a clear call to action is really important, making sure you're providing free value. But yeah, it's just a matter of getting started. You know, do that, print out a monthly calendar from Google, write down your what you want to talk about throughout the month, different topics and um, categories, and take it step by step, take it week by week or day by day, and implement that into your daily routine. That's how you're mm-hmm. going to be able to, to execute this. Um, successfully. But if they have any more questions or they want more advice on on this, I'm talk more about this on my social media, which I have on the handle on the screen. And um, I'm happy to help. And so some people are um, listening to this podcast. Mm -hmm. So could you spell that out for them so that they could find you? Absolutely. So my, uh, you can find me on my social media at Julianis Baez. That is J-U-L-I-E-N-I-Z-B-A-E-Z. Well, thank you so much. I love, I love how you, you sound like you've been doing it for 20 years. I know. I <laughs> your love Your confidence that. Mm-hmm. and your level of understanding and the way that you can articulate it is astounding. So yeah, thank you absolutely. so much for coming on here. And yeah, so that you take away anybody, anybody's excuse. Well, I'm new or I'm young or whatever. Hello, she's 22. She's mm-hmm. been doing this for six years in the, in the space and you two can get that good. I mm-hmm. hope we have young people listening right now. I know me too. Oh my gosh. Thank, Thank you. you so much. I appreciate Thank you guys time. for having me. Thank you. Our kids have said to us since we've moved to Minnesota, we are far more active than we've ever been anywhere else we've ever lived. Moving to Minnesota opened up a lot of doors for us. Just this overall sense of community, of values that, you know, Minnesotans have. It's a real accepting, loving community, especially with two young kids. See what makes Minnesota the star of the North. New residents share why they love calling it home at exploreminnesota.com slash live.